Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Phil Tiger. It is the Slacker Podcast, um, and I'm sitting upstairs in Madden's, and I've got the, the lads from Kneecap here. Hello. What's Hi happening? Philly. What's happening? That's I know. Th- th- thank you. This is the first um, face-to-face interview I've done since fucking 2019. It's been a long oh. time coming. And you're probably your most famous guest of all time, too. I know. I, I, I'd say, you are definitely up there. I'm trying Best to looking, <laughs> probably. You're up there with Geldof, anyway. Better okay. looking than Geldof, anyway. Is it your first one in a pub? Is it the first one in a pub? Yeah, no, no, it is, it is, it is. I, was right. like, I did one with Johnny Marr, but yeah. it was beside a pub. That <laughs> <Nah>, doesn't count. <laughs> um, but no, thanks for thanks for coming and doing this. Um, listen, let's get to the fucking business straight off the bat, right? Anybody who's listening to this podcast, it's going up a day or two days after we record this because the boys are on tour mm. in the UK. Tell us about that. What dates? What dates are, are like? A lot of it's sold out, right? Yeah, we're starting off. It's called the What's the Story Morning Tory Tour. So we're starting off in Glasgow. That's already sold out with 700 people. So we're delayed with that there. A good start to the tour. And then we're going on, making our way down to North England. Newcastle on the 16th. Birmingham on the 17th. Liverpool 18th. Leeds 19th. The tour poster's on our Instagram. Uh, obviously, you want to check out more dates. 20th Cambridge, Southampton. London 24th. 23rd. Brighton 24th, etc. South England. I don't think Southern England has... Uh, <laughs> They're, they're, I don't know they're, what they're expecting. They're they're not they're not warming tea. Well, I mean, like you know what it is. Like when when you're like an Irish band or a Northern English band, they 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 kind of work in tandem. Like you have mm-hmm. to, you have to do a lot to sort of um, reach down there, reach down there. But at the same time, like I would say that there's a lot of people in the south of England might be scared of what what kneecap is. I thought oh, I, I thought maybe they were all just tight as fuck and weren't happy to pay for tickets. <laughs> uh, so like, what 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 do people see when they when they go go to a, a kneecap gig? I have three sexy bastards putting on a good performance. Two sexy bastards, anyway. Two sexy bastards and a masked man because he's fuck ugly, actually. <laughs> and the actual sex appeal from the whole thing. It's, you know, can't have fucking. Is that, is that why they put the mask on you? You're too, too sexy? Too sexy, yeah. Like it's li- li- literally it's knickers dropping time. Like. I, I mean, mine are falling off, falling off me right now. <laughs> Didn't even know I was wearing any. <laughs> I know you get, you get a good performance. Like um, you're going to be sweating balls anyway. That's yeah, exactly. one thing. It'll be a good workout for you at the very least. And it's the speed we're jumping about and rapping, like no one understands us, even if we were rapping in English. Exactly. So you know what I mean. You're still going to have a good time, regardless of not understanding what we're saying. Yeah, like I mean, I, I've seen I've seen all the videos. So, like I, I've like I've, I've, yet no, I, 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 I was I stood at the back of a show in Dublin once and was mm. like going. What, what one was that? It was the one Academy. Oh yes, yeah. I remember that. Oh was, yes, I stood, yes, yes. I stood yes. at the back of that one and I was like. I think I'd been out the night before, and I was I was I was traveling with the fear, mm-hmm. and I was sitting at the back going, "If I get up and in, into that, I'm in my thirties now. I would probably die, <laughs> like because it, like it, it, it's a really it's a proper mosh pit. It's proper oh, insane. Yeah, the Academy one with a balaclava on. Which one? I doing it with a balaclava on and a fucking boiler suit. Oh Jesus! You want to smell his? You want to smell his balaclava <laughs> by the end of the tour? Like he don't do anything anyway. Yeah. 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 a false leg. There's um, <laughs> there's <laughs> websites like on there that I'm sure you could probably sell that too, and people people would mm. buy that. Like OnlyFans, soil, yeah. so soiled balaclavas. Yeah. Jesus, things have got bad money ways over the lockdown. There would be generally considered considered 
getting an OnlyFans, but we'll put that off until we're absolutely there. Unle- unless there is a serious market. Uh, well, Jesus, you let us know, listeners, if there's a market there for an OnlyFans. What, what does what does an OnlyFans for kneecap look like? Saucy, raunchy picks under the under the balaclava picks. Sweaty <laughs> boxers after gigs. <laughs> <laughs> Extra for skid marks. I'm saying like there's 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 perverts with money out there that are, are, are willing well, to do uh, it. Definitely plenty of perverts with money. Exactly, I'd love to fancy <laughs> dominate someone. I think there's people in hey the out there too. Pay pig is that what they call these people that love to be dominated mm. financially? Yeah. Jesus, hit me up. We're free. We're free. Well, not free money ways. Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You, just w- you just want to find yourself like a, a, a sugar mommy. Yeah, love basically. One. Would love one. Yeah. <laughs> if they're listening, do, do many of them listen to your podcast maybe? I don't know. I'm not I'm not quite sure. I don't individually go through the stats. I mean, most people... Are you there? Most, <laughs> <laughs> most, most, people, most people would just like go, let's just go down the traditional record label route. But you guys have never really been traditional in the way that you approach things, have you? No. Well, I mean, we're starting off with rapping in Irish. So we definitely knew that it wouldn't be the traditional route in the music industry anyway. So we had to make pave our own way in that sense. Yeah, there definitely wasn't an awful lot of funding going over the lockdown anyway. A lot of bands getting funding and stuff. I think yeah. we were bottom of the pile for funding anyway, rapping about drugs and Irish. Do you think that, do you think that, like, the, the fact that you rap about drugs and, and um, stuff that's that that's real to you in your community it puts you at the back for funding and stuff oh. like that? Well, I was obviously paraphrasing yeah, there too. Yeah, I mean, no, like, we don't just rap about drugs. I think people... Uh, uh, People like to stereotype with that. Yeah. It's youth culture. It's youth culture. Like, yeah, of course. The youths, they like the... They like the party. Jesus they like Christ. class they A's. And and it, it? We talk about a lot more than just drugs. Like, but but what, was, what was the question? Fall the state. But it's just, it's just interesting to, to hear, hear your side of it because, like, you know, Northern Ireland... Um, as a as a country, like you know, we don't we, like traditionally have like have, have, have a <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You, you walked right into that one. Oh. You, walked, off. <laughs> <laughs> you walked right into that one. Um, but like you know, Northern Ireland it, it tends to tend to be like the last place to get funding out of, out of everywhere, and you know. When when there is funding, a lot of it does go towards you know Pallets, Irish I, Irish Irish speaking like uh, you know. Things, courses, more traditional things, maybe. Yeah, I mean, regardless of funding, like, I mean, that that they would help. Like, we're not too fussed about funding, sure. comes or goes. But I'd say, like, things like radio play and all, like, we're never touched in that way. But RT and stuff, they obviously have their own agenda and what type of music they want to put out there. Mm. So, regardless of funding, like, there's other way to, to give bands money in Ireland. You know what I mean? If the radios wanted to play Irish bands and actually give them a bit of give them a few pounds, but I'd say definitely our material does put us at the bottom of the pile for. RT radio plays, but regardless of that, I know a lot of bands who are on who are on RT on a heavy rotation, and uh, they don't have anyone at their gigs. So yeah, what's yeah, that yeah. Tell you? But it, it's just, <laughs> and, and similar with Spotify. Like I, I know plenty of bands that have millions and millions of mm. hits on on Spotify and, and couldn't sell out a fifty capacity venue in their hometown. That's, That's all madness. About, it's all about um, playlists. You know, yeah, and playlists that people do like chill things or whatever. If you get on one of those. You're sorted for Spotify, but again, it gives you a you false said, sense of, of how yeah, it gives how you a much false sense. Of, exactly. It's a it's a passive yeah. it's a passive listen. Like when when you're listening to something, when you're in a coffee shop or you're in a pub or whatever, it's very rare that you just like throw the head up and stick Shazam on, or mm-hmm. or you become a fan of something. Like I mean, like, mm-hmm. I always think that like when when like when I was running my record label, the real sign of something going really well wasn't getting your song onto the FIFA soundtrack or it wasn't like going and um getting onto this that or that playlist. It's seeing actual people that give enough of a shit to get out of their bed and, mm-hmm. and go to a live show. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth is is a big thing too. Like I mean if you go to a good gig, you're not gonna stop ranting and raving about it for weeks on end. Every new person you see you're gonna say, Jesus Christ, you have to check these people out or whatever. So that has sort of benefited us a lot. Mm. Like, you know, was the live shows was probably our main Definitely, no. we definitely knew there was no other avenues for us in that sense. We weren't going to go around that down the avenue that most bands would. So we knew well had to get our music out live and in front of people to them experience for them to experience it, especially because it's in a language that not a lot of people speak. Yeah, maybe for even, one reason or the other. Yeah, maybe <laughs> even the majority of the crowd don't even. Maybe yeah, it Irish depends. It does vary. Yeah, it a lot of times are. there's people who don't speak any Irish or like. People in Glasgow, they're just fucking singing in Irish, and then they don't have any Irish at all. Mm. They're just doing it phonetically. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, like when I was listening to your stuff initially, like I did what three years of Irish, maybe in in, in, in school. school, was it? Yeah, yeah and in, in 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 our school, you you learn language too late. You start learning Irish at eleven or twelve, mm. and you're kind of done by. 
14 and I mean I had very little but it's kind of I, I, is I, Phil Taggart advocating Irish language in primary school up north <laughs> <laughs> that what I hear turn him on yeah, well, there's, there's a sound bite for anyone listening someone <laughs> chat that up um, but, when mm-hmm. you, but just any language that you do learn like you have to learn it when you're young and when you've got like the, the capacity to learn you, I think like you do and you don't to an extent like it definitely helps like it's definitely you take things in you're a lot spongier when you're a kid as far as information is concerned but I mean we live yeah. right beside like an Irish language uh, centre basically that teaches people I've seen in their 80s mm. starting and that's not even an exaggeration mm. I've seen people as old as your mafil starting <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking like but pensioners starting to learn Irish yeah, yeah. I mean? like I mean it's fun. Ah, it's not it's impossible. Fun, like, it's you know it's, I mean? it's actually it's a bit of crack. If you're interested, it's the same as anything. If you're interested in it, you're uh, you're gonna do it. Like it I is do. one of the hardest languages to learn, though, isn't it? Like like all on all honesty, yeah, like, nothing worthwhile is yeah. But like, easy. But yeah, grammar, grammatically speaking, it hasn't changed changed that much in the uh, last hundreds of years. It yeah. really has in comparison in comparison to English language, which has been uh, simplified a lot and dumbed down for some re- for some certain people. But the Irish language has kept most of its structures in that way. That's why it's cool, and we have all these funky words and. Rhymes and I mean, Irish has the same structure as Spanish and Italian and French and all, so it's it's actually easy enough to learn whenever you know those languages. It's just kind of transferring the words over. You have the same structure, whereas English and English is really the the backward language and kind of mm-hmm. it's like an Anglo-Saxon where Irish language is like a Celtic language. I think same a lot of people, the other ones, yeah, there. a lot of people would find it difficult or are put off it in some way or the other because it's. Not really phonetic, like obviously Spanish or French is relatively mm-hmm. phonetic or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's a big put off language, people. Yeah. yeah, do you know? Do you, do you is it spoke at home? Like, did you grow up speaking it? It's just me, I think. I just spoke some other family and stuff. Yeah, just just my, my man and dad spoke it, and our brothers and stuff. We just raised speaking Irish. If way. you were in shit, would you get shouted at? And well, everything's not everything, but it's not even. It's just a habit as well. Like like anything, there's no. It's not. There's no like uh, you break in and out of Irish and English. It's just like. That was it, Irish. And it wasn't like when you're getting shouted at, she turns to English. It was scarier <laughs> when she was doing it in Irish. <laughs> but it, it's it, it's a it's a harsh like you know. There's a lot of like there's a lot of there's a lot of sounds. There's like a lot the, of there's yeah. a lot of sounds in it. Like like it's, uh, it, it, it would be it would be I think I think it would be scarier to be shouted at in Irish than it would be in. Uh, like in Irish, there's no real curse words. No, if you wanted to say to someone that fuck off or whatever, you would say. Which means like May the lowest stone in the sea Be on top of your head like Takes that. ages though Then the, pa- the, fella, the fella be away By the no, time you start slagging him The fella would have anti-G by that point <laughs> The well cursed by that stage And then you like you go like What are you saying? And you're saying Well I said oh, Fuck off <laughs> And that's your fucking mate <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah. Obviously that's obviously Comes from the fact That it hasn't really changed As, as Mowgli was saying there Over the last load of years So our, our slaggings aren't as good uh, As they were now Mm-hmm, they're a lot, lot more blunt like, in English, obviously. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot more, a lot more poetic, a lot more poetic in Irish. Or like, to say things. Yeah, but like myself and Provy, there we we learned it in school, obviously, and just sort of ran with it. Yeah, sort of enjoyed it. It was fucking cool. Like people didn't know what the fuck you were saying. Do you know, it was class. It's what every teenager's dream is to run about and not and their parents not know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like yeah, creating the creating that language, that that barrier. You could be saying anything exactly. in front of folks. Exactly. I, I mean, like with. Like, who would you consider would be your peers in, in, in terms of, like, Irish language and, and, and music? And it doesn't have to be modern peers, but, like, you know, just going through the ages, like, was there people singing in Irish that that you felt that you could relate to, or is this um, something that you think is fresh to you? Nah, there's no one in Irish, but there's definitely people singing or rapping in English that we thought, who were, like, who were Irish fans or rappers or whatever who were doing it in English. That was encouraging, but... There was no one actually doing it, doing it in Irish. We obviously all speak Irish together and party together and take drugs and drink and all that stuff, drinking and drugging in Irish. So we, we, we were having that, can't we had that sole culture of life already. We've seen them other bands representing whatever subculture or culture or community they, they came from, but there was never really represented it in our small, tight circle. So we kind of took influence from, like, rubber bandits, definitely. Yeah, of when course. I seen rubber rubber bandits, bandits were a big one. Coming out, doing things like Roisin and all these really Irish... Like themes and songs were fucking didn't give a fuck. We were like, I was great, and I was definitely very, very encouraging when I was sixteen, trying to get fucking horse outside, play it at the nightclub. That's <laughs> <laughs> mad for it. I remember it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like obviously, them having like Irish subjects, even though it was in English or yeah. whatever. But they were talking a lot about Irish life and about you know they weren't talking about the man them. I seen that in the Empire as well. Actually, funny enough, years ago we went to the Empire and there were people like leaving and whatever. I remember 
don't know what these people expect. Two files of bags on their faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're there to take things seriously, you uh, have a good look at yourself. I, w- I was at, um, I went to see the uh, uh, In Progress gig that the Rubber Bandits did in the Leicester Square Theatre in, in London, just like not long before he started his podcast, actually. And they never toured it. They never did a tour of the of the show. Um, and I was chatting to um, Blind Boy uh, after the gig. He had the mask off and we were having a cigarette at front i've met him a few times uh-huh. mm. and this guy comes over and he just puts the arm around me and and he puts like a sort of arm around this other girl and he's going jesus that show was amazing it was like sh- it was like, like an onion there were so many layers to it it was like shakespeare and and, and blind boy just goes with his mask off he's just like going oh, i'm sure he'd love to hear that uh. and, and then the, the boy turns to him going who are you and he's just like going oh, i'm just overseeing my cousin yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some magic there as well that he doesn't isn't recognized yeah. I know. There is some beauty it's, hard, it's hard not to though. Just the, the one guy vaping pers- c- c- consistently yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's not hard to figure out. Like yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Any downfall is there. People don't buy your pints on nights out. True. Yeah. They recognize you without the bag. True. I'd take him probably hey, a photo of pints at the stage. Like uh, <laughs> Jesus, I'd say so. With that podcast, he's fucking sure raking it in. And the book. I mean, like yeah, like the, the book. The book is brilliant well. though. I have a few friends now brilliant. that I just say to them, I was like, going, do you have any independent thought?" Anymore, or do you just like tell me stuff that Blind Boy says? Regurgitated. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I anyone does really. I say I there's know. many people like that. Ah, Jesus, sure, the majority of people are repetition anyway these days. Yeah, well, he's a legend. Like, I love what he's doing. Yeah, great. Um, I mean, I mean, interesting, I suppose, talking about the sort of satire of the of the rubber bandits and, like, you know, people getting outraged and people walking out of the shows. Like, I mean, you know, the satire of the stuff that you do too. Um, pisses people off to a ridiculous degree to where they, th- they they don't seem to they seem to think that you're exactly the same person that you are on stage where there is a, there is some sort mm-hmm. of a difference right oh I. Jesus you can't be running about fucking acting ahead or all the time Jesus. you can't be, be disowned you kill some people on Call of Duty for a while <laughs> 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 chill it's a fan line obviously but I mean it, it is uh I mean, the characters, whatever, is something that we use to enable us creatively and to bring other aspects of other things, the environment, into it in that way. So it definitely is. And when you're on stage, you're on stage. Like, you're a different person. Even if you're playing yourself, mm. you're still on stage and performing. You know what I mean? So regardless if you have a, a character that you use or not, you're still on stage as well. So you turn yeah. into something. Nobody wants to fucking go to a gig or any kind of show, whether it's drama or whatever, and watch someone on stage being... In themselves. themselves and boring <laughs> as fuck. Everyone wants to see an exaggerated version where yeah. you're fucking putting on a good show. Obviously, that's what people are drama. It's good when you get that phone call too saying, right, turn on the news quick, you're on fucking BBC two or BBC Cr- One. Christopher Stalford's <laughs> giving out about you. <laughs> my ma rang me out. Up. My ma I used to work, believe it or not. My ma rang me when I was in What work. did you do? I worked here, funny enough. Oh, in this bar, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh so I was paid to drink, don't tell him that. Um and my ma rang me one one. It must have been six o'clock. I just started my shift, and she was like, "I was like, what's the crack? I'm in work here." She was like, "What have you done now?" <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking Christopher Stalford's on the news giving out about you. Been quiet lately, you know. What was he saying? Um, it was just it was that Empire gig we done. Yes, and we had obviously to get your Brits out song or whatever or whatever it was. It was no, a it wasn't chant. Even the it song. wasn't even the that song. Was that, 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 was that was the like origins. Before. Yeah, exactly. That was the so origins of the song. You had the who was it at the royal Nathan family? Nathan One of the princes, Prince Albert. Yeah. They were on the night before. We just touched lucky actually that we were on the next day. Which was fucking great PR for us, obviously. Like so, that it, goes back to obviously where this is before when we we only started, obviously. So everyone was just, like, I this was our first private show. Sending them, send them email, right. emails, I was like, we're like a local Irish language community group, whatever, blah 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 blah. And, like no one actually questioned it because there hasn't been anything like us before that, so they would never assume that we would be what we are. So they, they let us play. The Empire is like a, a well-renowned venue in Belfast. Yeah. Like, I don't think any has come back and go <laughs> up and, and get it. Annie's gone back and go up and get a gig, not really. Yeah, Annie's gone back and he's walking in to get a pint. Never mind. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, it's called the Empire for not really only Levi's. <laughs> so, uh, so that was the beauty of it. That's why if they, they didn't know that we were getting up to them antics the next day, if yeah. they would have known so who we P- were. Prince Prince William and his, uh, his uh, partner, <laughs> I can't remember her name. Kate or something like that? Um, they, they land down. Prince Kate. And then the next day, you guys are on stage. Same one, same stage. Same, same, stage. same stage. Sta- but the thing is, I mean, like... We shouted, so I heard your royal family was here last night. Get your Brits out. Getting, get, should you get your Brits out. Which was a single it's that a you had at the time. Word for yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the origins of the song. After that, was song wasn't out by a stage. That uh-huh. was like where it came from, basically. And some family like was like took took a video and leaked it to the Daily Mirror or the Daily Mail or whatever. 
Like we had the video on our Facebook anyway. Uh, you didn't have to leak it. Exactly the quality one. That they, 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 it was awful quality. The one they used on UTV that day. We should have you fucking asked us. We'd have given you a far better quality one. Uh, that was it then. They used to be clip. Oh fuck! It was gold. Like your man's like on Thursday night. You had blah 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 blah. Um, talking about peace and all this here. Yeah. This was Friday night, and then it was like a really bad edit of like no like this Fun from side to side. Yeah, and it was us obviously having the middle of the channel. Everybody jumping, Gla- going nuts. fucking bottles flying everywhere, and all. it looked like far better crack. <laughs> <laughs> so and then Christopher Stafford comes on, obviously giving it the big in, being like, "Oh, for, for any type of people to say to any other group Community of people to, get, to out. get out, I'm like, you were the elected representative for South Belfast, where people write blacks out on the doors constantly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. When they say like you know like all publicity is good publicity, I guess that 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 that. That kind of works because you're the, the, the ethos of the band is punk rock, right? Right, like mm-hmm. you know, you're punk, like no, you're not a punk band, but you've you got that spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, with like, you know, remember when the set, like going back before any of us were ever born, like Sex Pistols going on the TV and swearing at people, God save the Queen coming out, mm-hmm. and then like every generation's had their version of that, like um, um, like NWA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like go, going forward, mm-hmm. like it feels like that did you more good than it did harm. Oh, definitely, Jesus, like it. It was like the DUP um, just kept giving us golden PR coins like every couple of weeks at that point when we were starting off. There was a few other ones. Like we had the we had the poster of for the English tour, the English and Scottish tour of uh, Arlene Foster and fucking Boris Johnson strapped their rocket on top of a bonfire and like they bit straight away and it was just like them putting out these things or whatever, condemning us. We were like publicly condemned by the DUP, which is fucking something I'm going to have on my gravestone. Irish news and and like, is there any thought that goes into it? But while you're making it, that you're kind of hoping that it's it does get picked up. Perfectly calculated. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, 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 we're definitely at a stage in the, in the north where like people are wise to how overly sensitive a lot of politicians and groups are, like over the top sensitive. So for us, we're just putting very, we're pushing very small buttons. Uh, like we're not doing anything. We're putting out like artwork or or sound things. We're not like enforcing policies that decimate communities so people are like are what more wise now to hire like just sensitive they are for no reason mm-hmm. and not really for any specific reason so that's why i think these bands come at a time when people are a bit wise to maybe the political group when they're not in touch with the people in that sense and just getting over the top sensitive from, to make themselves relevant constantly you know what i mean if you like are expelling all, all the energy that you have in, in, in your songs like about what, what you think or just like how you feel youth culture is in, in Northern Ireland and and how kind of dis- disappointed you are in, in politics in Northern Ireland does that make you apathetic to politics and like does that make you less likely to engage in it or like in a, in a meaningful way I mean if you're going around speaking Irish never mind rapping on Irish on stage in front of crowds like it's instantly political now and claim it up north do you know are you talking about party politics in that sense? Like more apathetic? Just talking about life politics yeah. in, in general. Or? I just a little bit of both, really. I mean, like, like the thing is, like, w- like, do you feel political outside of the band and and everything else with with what you do personally? Like, do mm-hmm. you, do you wouldn't have affiliations with any particular parties, like. So being born in this place, I think, is, as a Gilgore or whatever, is instantly political. I think it's hard to escape politics in that way. If you mm-hmm. want to go about mm-hmm. the life that you'd like to live, mm-hmm. it's hard to escape. The fact he can't start, uh, start a primary school uh, in a certain area because of th- people are w- w- looking for Irish language at primary school over in East Bel- Belfast now. And there's people coming out to meetings and shutting it down and s- getting fucking up on their high horses about it. Like, so but it was a, a GAA, East Belfast GAA club started there a few months back. I, sa- I signed for them. That? <laughs> signed yeah. for, yeah. Yeah. Signed for them and d- d- went to training once and then mm-hmm. they were like, we need we need these every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday and I was like, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, inter- I'm interviewing rockets every other week. <laughs> <laughs> I can do no, Monday. With our first training session, you obviously heard about the fucking pipe bomb. Well, did you not hear about this? Jesus, you remember. Uh, it was like their first training session. There was an alleged pipe bomb that the whole place had to be cordoned off. Like the whole training session had to be cancelled because it was obviously an intimidation tactic. Uh, so the f- the training session had to be cancelled and cops were called, obviously, and it was an alleged pipe bomb. I don't think it was a pipe bomb in the end, but it was an intimidation tactic anyway for a GAA club. Mm-hmm. It's a tense, it's a tense uh, uh, political atmosphere anyway, especially with Brexit and all this. It is, but... I agree in that sense, but going back to the opportunities that we have now, because we grew up at a time Gosh. where there is no upheaval or fucking Brits with sold guns and all these, these things. Are, these are ceasefire babies, aren't you? Like, uh, not sure, but maybe he's JJ. I was, I was. Was that? 
was your birthday? Well, after I got out of the blocks um, <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> he was released. He, he was released on Good Friday on the Good Friday Agreement. After DJ Pro, we got out of the Curra in 1945. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's about for a while. Yeah, I know. I, I, but we, I, we I have the opportunity. Been, you know what I mean? Now with the way we don't, we have an opportunity to choose what aspects of our culture that we want to maintain and to focus on because we have more peaceful times. And now. This is where we come across where we want to focus on the language and the culture and the community and these things that we don't have to focus on politics to make community stronger and mm. make us feel uh, more connected to the to Ireland in that sense. There's other ways for us to get along. That way. There's, there's a like a I kind of noticed a couple of years ago, like people people of your age and maybe a, a little bit younger. Um, kind of use republicanism as as, as as kind of like a, a meme. If you know what I mean, because like they haven't really grown up through it. I do get a mix. I mean, personally, I wouldn't be shouting up a rah on a night out. I do shout on a night out. No, I you're asking shout, for trouble. I do shout a lot of things, but that there, I mean, it doesn't get me going. Like, I mean, in that sense, so I agree. In that sense, there is a space there where the meme can be, uh, whatever, got it put across better. But I mean, we wouldn't be like that. No, you know what I mean? No. There are people who are like that, and, it's, and especially if you're in a place so sensitive, you're not going to be. We're not going, we're not, we don't advocate that either. No, exactly. You know what I mean? We're the same as you. We grew up here. Like we understand that if you're under it by shouting up the rah in a fucking bar somewhere, do you know what I mean? You're just asking. You're asking for trouble. You're doing it for a reaction, and people like that are dickheads. Do you know what I mean? Our communities all suffered, or whatever. At every at every different group, there's the IRA, the British, the loyalists, in that sense. So we like we're trying to put the whole context, and that and that just make it not only make a joke out of it, but you know, put it in some context, and for us, and to kind of take out the sting as well. In a sense, not just to add to this thing. We want to take take this thing away, mm-hmm. right? And we have people from all sides of the community come to our gigs or contact us and stuff. So it's not, you know, we're not. Uh, but if I was a, if I was like a, a, a like a, a young Protestant lad, I think I would feel a little bit intimidated by kneecap. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. Well, I mean, any Protestant lads we met, like I mean, Mowgli here was it was over on oh, yeah. a friend friend of ours was up filming the twelfth, and Mowgli was over with him. Like at at the actual marches mm-hmm. over on Sandy Row, and uh, Jesus, the reception was brilliant. They were all up straight away. Loved kneecap singing the yeah. word. We <laughs> give we give a, a crowd of about seven of them tickets here for the gig in Belfast. Yeah. Telegraph. Oh, they were loving it. All I heard was uh, C, and I was like, no way. There's no way he's gonna there. finish. C, follow us up with me. Yeah, the fellas on the middle, the orange parade, and I turned around. Like, what are you doing here? Behind, Behind enemy lanes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. well, we uh, had the crack and we had a drinking bottle with him and like seeing you meet face to face and like beyond all the braggadocious, braggadocious or whatever the word is. Braggado- aye, whatever. And all that crack when you're face to face, these people are just the same as us. You know of course. I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the Channel 4 interview we done. Obviously, it was, it was mad enough, obviously, for the alcoholism, like, but um, like a lot of it, like, Jesus, we're, there was a lot of good points there too, like, but we're pretty fucking inclusive in that way. Like, as we've spoke about, we want we don't interest in anything Jeez, else. We don't have interest in fucking Separately conflict though. anymore. We no have it, we can't speak for what fucking happened years ago. There was a war on. Fucking awful things happened on both sides. But all we can talk about, all nah. we can talk about between us three is talk about now <laughs> and how we fucking unite the working class. Like as we, I said in the fucking interview, I have more in common with someone in the Shankill than I do a rich person from fucking Dublin. Even though we've got the same passport, you know what I mean. We all go out partying mm-hmm. in the same areas. We drink in the same areas. Do you know what I mean? And we're very open. Like we we'll hold our cards. What's the, what's the saying? Hold our cards. Not close tightly. to the chest. The opposite of that. There. You know what I mean. We're Short very cards. open. You're right. Wear your cards on your sleeve. <laughs> now, whatever, whatever the English says. My second language. Wear your, <laughs> your cards. <laughs> you your cards. Take your cards, right? I guess. I guess what they. I guess what they enjoy. But us in that sense, because we're not hiding anything. We're not. We're not trying to like sneak across them or get one. Get one over them. We are what we are, and you'll see everything. What you need to see, you can listen to it. So they kind of enjoy that honesty as well, and they can find some connection there. And we still support a United Ireland, like, but a United Ireland for all of the working class people mm. on both sides of the divide. Do you know? Definitely. Yeah, we, like, hell, hell. I think a United Ireland on, on that on those terms would be more beneficial than a United Ireland where you have a. Monarchy, who hoards <laughs> a lot of the money, Tories and Tories who are putting in fucking, more money. Yeah, <laughs> where, where, where they're relying on fucking footballers to feed their kids. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> yeah. so it would be a lot more beneficial to everybody, and it would be a lot more inclusive. Well, it's not to say we. I'm sure it could be intimidating if you come to our gig, but all we can say is you're safe. You're going to have fun, and you've got a free ticket there if you want any. any any local working Protestant wants to come to our gig. Yeah, we're trying to get the percentages up with Catholic and Protestants. We need to get the funding for the funding. The funding. Like the the funding. <laughs> <laughs> always comes, always comes back to the funding, doesn't it? Um, I, I know you've been asked this a, a lot, like, but I think there'll be a lot of new listeners to to kneecap after after putting this out. Um, the 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 spray paint incident like tickles me. I was just thinking about it in the drive here. I, was, I saw a bit of uh, um, street art. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Belfast is great for for, for street art and yeah, gra- graffiti. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking, going, that's... Like tell tell me about it. It's, I think it's a laugh. Like so, this is uh, 2017, probably. Yeah. I think yeah. this is this is the start of the band, right? But, yeah, this is this is like this is the the, the seed basically. To put the wheels in motion. <laughs> Seeds to put the wheels in motion. <laughs> oh, you're good at these English. Sounds. I know it's like it's like it's like Del Boy. Del Boy does it <laughs> all. A lot better at them than Irish. Uh, I prefer them. It backwards. wasn't a dry Sorry. tear in the house. It's not his main. Uh, it's not his main language. It's okay. Um, it's not my first language. <laughs> Uh, I was forced to speak Irish but um, so yeah it was 2017 there was like an Irish language march for the Irish language act whatever legislation in Irish and me and a friend of mine the other fellow we lived with Shannon we uh, went out spray painting the city wrecking it and just putting signs up in Irish and slogans and revolutionary shit and uh, smoking joint as well obviously so we ended up just going up the Falls Road we covered the whole city and we had this bus stop left and I was like right I'm going to do this bus stop let's rip beside the house and I was right, this right it was right on the route right of the, the march route, yeah. so the whole march was going to walk directly past this bus stop so it was prime prime time prime time so I was like sweet and I sprang Carta C-E-R-T-I because that means rates and I did like an arrow and people be see it and walk down that way for your rates it's a bit cheesy but it's a good crack so now I'm sitting there spray hitting it and the other fellow goes to me here, finish, I'd see again because it's a bit wonky or whatever. So I was like spray painting the sea again. And the next minute, there's undercovers across the road in the uh, fucking Passat, I think, or insignia, a black insignia. Pulls up, heartbreak, three cops out of, the, out of the car, and I'm sitting there, like I say, with my hand, spray painting <laughs> in my hand, just spray painting. And I was looking at them. He's very from like hard distance we are, like two meters away. Yeah. And I was staring at him, like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, Rah. And then we start just running around the estate, around Beach Mountain, and they're chasing after us, driving after us in the car. And we're like, me and the other fellow run, and we run in the left in the beach front. St. Paul's churches are. We don't run in through St. Paul's church, and we get away from them. And then they catch us again. They're driving after us again through beach front. We're just running, 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 running. My mate is just, he's not as fit, so I was like, sweet here, every man for himself. See you later. I like, <laughs> that was the rules. Like, we're not both going to get caught. So I, <laughs> I sprinted home into the house, clothes off, lights off. They're on their house. I, I, joints. Was, I was sitting there, I was sitting there with a joint. And he just comes flying through the door. I was like, what the fuck is this? And he came into the living room, just run right past me and closed the blinds. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? He's like, Peeler's now. He's like, they got Shannon. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I, did, Shannon. I didn't even know they had Shannon, but we were guessing. But like, he, he obviously just slowed down and the, the cops just caught, caught up with him and took him away. And uh, I was like, we were like, I'll, I'll go around the block in case he fell or someone fucking beat him up. Went around the block once. He went around the block. It was like three in the morning by a stage. So I was like, okay, he must be caught. So I had to go up to his girlfriend. I was like, here, I think the police have, have your boyfriend. <laughs> but it's because he refused to speak any English to them then. So they kept him overnight until he could get a translator the next day. <laughs> and the translator was at the Irish language the march. So <laughs> yeah. he came down with his fucking wee paints on his face and stuff <laughs> to, to translate him and all blah, blah. And obviously the guy we know who was, do, was helping him doing the spray was very much apologetic over it. He's like, for fuck's sake, no, I'm sorry you're missing the march because of me and all blah, blah, blah. So it was just sort of born from that. He obviously refused to speak English and whatever. I got kept overnight. And then the next day he came out when we were just walking down the road. There was like 10,000 of us going down the Falls Road. And then he just started walking up the road and everybody was going mental. Loving it. It was a great crack. He was like a martyr for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> that's, where, that's basically where I was born from. So thanks to the undercovers. When, when, when did you come into Provy? We needed someone to carry our gear. <laughs> <laughs> our USBs. Our USBs. Yeah, heavy not, USBs, right? Enough. Not long after, I mean, we were like, we were singing character, like rapping at parties and all house parties for like four or five months before that. We were all off our heads doing it for our mates and whatever, and they seemed to enjoy it. So we said, "Fuck it, we'll yeah. give it a whack." And then yeah, honestly, Provy's very musical anyway. Like he'd been musical for years. Yeah, so laptop and that, and come in, put the beat together, and It was, and then we just started character, <laughs> and we just we just got it done, and we, we didn't have a, never had any ideas about doing this before. We just did it, and then had a lot of crack and a lot of fun, and then we stuck it out on Facebook, and then we're like, "Fuck, people are enjoying us. Let's 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 go again." Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah exactly. we weren't sure. We didn't have a clue. Obviously, it was rapping harsh, and like not even, and like at, when we first put it out, there was like my dad's mates, who were like Sinn Féin politicians, and like big people, MLAs and whatever, and they were like sharing it and stuff because they weren't even listening to it. They were like harsh language rap. 
that's unbelievable. Share, 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 share. <laughs> and they had to take it all down. Like they had to like put a like press release, being like, "Oh, sorry, we didn't know that this was the content of this song." Yeah, it was like primary school teachers and stuff. <laughs> we primary. were sitting in the culture land one day, and fucking Jerry Adams walks in and goes, "Oh, I love and Toran. We like this song." The kneecappers. The kneecappers. Uh, but like we oh. have primary school teachers getting in touch with us and all, being like, "Will you just come in and do it for the class?" <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking bizarre. I will, but much, I will if you want. Much your penis. Much Pokemon do they have? <laughs> Get our two pints if he's want, yeah. Right, we'll take five. Go, go ahead, yeah. Take five. Sweet a bit. Five. Which one of you's um, said nothing is safe from having the piss taken out of it? Jeez, I'm sure all three of us <laughs> <laughs> have said that at one point. <laughs> I read it somewhere, and I was thinking to myself when I read oh, that. Oh, that was that for you? Was, was you? that me? Yeah, I that thought you? I thought it might have been you. And um, that was was that Channel Four or something? Was it? Yeah, right. maybe it was. Um, uh, and I just like thought about that afterwards, and I was like, nothing is safe from having the piss taken out of it. Does that mean when you're writing, then you're like writing stuff down on a, on a pad or on your phone or whatever, that you've gone too far with something and you're like, oh God, I can't, I can't <laughs> say that? Um, I mean, there's definitely some <laughs> things that are out of bounds. Like there's definitely some things that you can't say. Frankie Boyle kind of stuff. No, not even that. Because Frankie Boyle words his jokes well. Like, yeah, it's time to talk. It's time to talk and explain or whatever. We're, like we have to be punchy. Every line has to be fucking... Every line that we write have to make you want to listen to the next line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's only so much you can do. No, I don't censor myself too much. Like I, d- I definitely wouldn't censor myself too much. But also the, the the idea of that line or that that nothing's safe from having the piss taken out of it is that things have been so fucking serious here up north. Do you know what mm. I mean? Everyone's like, oh fuck, you can't, you're Jesus Christ! Like you'll, you'll fucking start <laughs> the war up again. You know what I mean? Everything's been so fucking serious that like it's time for everyone to fucking mm-hmm. see the humor in life again. Do you know what I mean? Everything's been so serious. There's been enough fucking. That's, that's what you over mean. The years. Like within our realms, there's nothing to take. Like obviously, there's loads of subjects you can't. We don't talk about, but within the things that we talk about, there's nothing we can't take the piss out of in that sense. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So that's why we don't. There's loads of subjects just aren't for music, and oh, yeah, exactly. are for our music anyway. Maybe yeah. some people want to take mm. up, take some certain causes or, or or subjects upon themselves, but for us, that's not that's not why we're here. Who are the Who are the artists or comedians or like? Like beat makers or whatever that are saying stuff to you about Irish culture in in twenty twenty one that that speaks sense. Irish culture, like bands that are gone now. In that sense. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> like Irish culture. <coughs> it can be comedians, it can be anybody, Ar- artists, writers. It's More folk music, like I mean, really, I can think of folk music. Lankham, Lankham, the Mary Wallopers. Mary really Wallopers, definitely. Mary Wallopers are dynamite. Yiga Vagabonds. Yiga Vagabonds are classic. Be mostly folk music as far as Irish culture is concerned. Hasn't really made the crossover in, in, in hip-hop, really, because a lot of that genre is still, uh, a lot of the subjects would be, I think, from listening to it, a lot more American stuff. Yeah, the biggest the biggest uh, crossover of hip-hop and Irish culture is uh, their kids running about with paddy caps on rapping. It's about as close as they're coming. Yeah, to yeah, Irish yeah. Culture. Basically, a cap is the extent of their Irish culture. With their English slang. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think of um, like like artists like uh, Mango? Uh, Mango is a fucking legend. Class, eh? yeah, Mango's a legend. Jesus, he, he's great crack for the paint. I can't. I mean, if you've got a strong Belfast accent, he's got the he's got the oh, equivalent Jesus. Dublin, right? Yeah, oh, fucking right, <coughs> Jesus, and it's as deep like as fuck, too. Yeah, yeah. He does a certain type. He'd of be good to have for a podcast. Oh, he could All right, bud. All right, all right, bud. He's got he's got a tattoo of uh, Ronnie Drew on his arm, drinking a pint of Guinness. Um, he, he does different genre. He does he does like a <laughs> garage or something. Was it garage or? Yeah, but yes, he well, does a bit of like yeah, yeah, this new, new one's a bit like, of baseline. I thought yeah, like, I he's great for the tunes, great for paints. How does how does your own community react to the music? I mean, like not not just like you know people that are the same age as you, but like you know the the elders, the the, the people in the shop, the people in the butchers. Like, uh, my man loves it. Huh? My man's our biggest advocate. Like so, my man knows everybody in West Belfast. Like so she does all our PR work for us for middle aged people. All her haircuts as well. She does all her haircuts as well. Like, but she. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have looked at it and been like, holy fuck, what? They don't know how to take it, like, but sorry, I just get my man on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I explain it. Some boy was coming up to me and saying, well, here you're one of these kneecap boys and all that, using the mask. Hold on, you told me this at Stantall and it kind of blew, blew my mind. <laughs> tell, 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 me about the like, climb, tell me about climbing the mountain. Climbing the mountain? Can't remember that story. It was about not wearing your mask. Is this some like, metaphor, is it? 
He must have been full of shit when you were done with it. Sounds like it, doesn't it? You've been drinking potching too much. You said to me that you were you were climbing. I'll retell the story for you. That you were climbing a mountain with with someone, and you had you weren't wearing your your balaclava, obviously, because you're mental climbing a mountain. Right, go on. You can take it from here. This was and there was a risk going on. No, no, no. Like Too many classes. No, I was thinking when you said that there was this kind of race, the Seven Sisters, and then they were coming down Eregal Mountain, and I was walking up, and the fella just stopped st- st- and went, "Ah, uh, DJ Provey, fucking absolutely love, love kneecap." And I was like, "How the fuck did he recognize me without my balaclava?" Yeah, he, but he, he said, "He said I, I didn't recognize you without the mask on," <laughs> yeah. which is which is an inc- an incredible yeah. sentence. I was thinking about that for days afterwards. Yeah. I so didn't I. recognize you. <laughs> so was I. It's a I, head scratcher. Isn't I, I didn't recognize on. you without the mask on. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> it still annoys me. Like I'm still like, yeah. oh, I wonder, I wonder what where. Does that mean? Yeah, that how was. the fuck did he know then? Did, did you ever get to the bottom of it? Like he, or I, your mouth, your lips. I don't know what it was. Were you kissing him? It was, must have been my energy or something. Those big traumatized eyes of yours. Mm, big sexy <laughs> traumatized eyes. Big <laughs> snoopy. Traumatized eyes. Tell me about the, the, the trip that you stayed to the, the States. You were going on a tour and, and then... I don't <laughs> like you talk oh. about it. Oh, he, he, DJ probably DJ never, probably didn't get in. never got in. So. He didn't accept his visa. Uh, no, <laughs> basically it was like we were pretty late on the board and he, or on the ball trying to get the fucking um, the visas sorted. It was what, like a week before we were away, maybe? Not we're even. Supposed to be playing in Olympia. Oh, we were playing in Olympia then. That happened. That happened. Uh, you, got, <laughs> you got into that, all right. Mountains, and then we were driving up the road in the bus and fucking working through it. My visa was turned down. Heartbreaking. So, just like that. So me and him had he won't tell us why. Cars, he won't know? tell us why. Well, apparently he didn't get any word of why he was denied. So I'd have just, <laughs> just like that, just before we went, they wouldn't let him in. So we, we had to improvise, adapt, and overcome. And, uh, we we weren't going to go in solidarity, but we said, fuck it, we'll go. Uh, it would, uh, five yeah. seconds, we went, ah, we'll go. Ah, no, we will go. We will go. Ah, no, we will go in America. <laughs> Stay in the house. I was one of the first people with COVID. I was lying fucking sofa for five days, sweating Good balls. Yeah. Saying that, he was crying his eyes because he never got <laughs> Tears. in. Tears. Tears uh, of sweat. So was, then, uh, we, got, we got another fella who was dead at DJ Provey. He was DJ Pantan Provey. So he, he came over and he played the first gig. It was in the Mercury Lounge in New York. Sold out. We were like, right, a great boy, place as well. Been to sold out in the, in the Mercury Lounge. That's that's pretty pretty big big going. Yeah, right? Three hundred people, 300 people 300 are people just yeah. under just under three hundred. I think. Um, Look, Americans, randomers like slipping some old woman with a cashier first year. Our our <laughs> secondary school. She's just holding it up in the middle of New York. In the middle of the gig, like we I had heard no idea who she was. Of her face. So it was that, and we were like, right, this is the perfect fucking start. This is it. Catapulted. We're just going to be around fucking running rampage in America now. And then the fucking germ war started. COVID, the six other gigs we had booked, all cancelled. And we had to come back a week early. Oh my God, you've only got one. Got you one gig out of the seven. Mm. So never mind that. We had no money before we went there. So the whole idea was we'll go there, make the money, and then book our yeah. flights home when we've got that's, money. That's a brave move. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're pretty much doing the same thing here for this English tour. That's a bit safer. That's a bit safer. Though. We can near enough swim. Yeah. But we, we were in America then, so it was like, right, fuck up, this is what we'll do. So obviously we started the GoFundMe then. We're like, that's... Sort us out here. We're fucking stuck in America with literally no money. Don't know how to get back. And if don't we, speak the language, if, if we don't speak the language, <laughs> <laughs> Donald, if Donald Trump doesn't get us COVID, will we'll get us home? And uh, fair play to people fucking pulled the finger out like and sorted us out, and we we're able to come back. But it's heartbreaking experience for fuck's sake. You do have that sort of like uh, roving vagabond kind of vibe to the band, where mm. like wherever it is you go, people seem to like take you in and and, mm. and look after sure. you. Yeah. Like you, that's because we beg them. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like that. Do you, do, do you know what I mean? Local sexy beggars. Like they, they, it does. It does seem that you get looked after a lot more than a lot of bands that go through. Yeah, I, I, suppose, I think yeah. the, the, is that the the fact that there's no record label there really to look after. It's all it was all self funded basically at that mm. time. So there was only so much money we had, and basically we were relying on people. Whether it was handouts for a score for a few pints or whether it was a sofa for the night, you know. That an Irish thing as well. I think, you know what I mean? People understand we come from Ireland, which is a, a small, small place in comparison to yeah. everywhere else in the world. So I think people are supportive of that there and like to help us wherever we're going abroad and stuff. So 
I mean, if a record label came true, would it, would the conversation be there, or is it, or is the the? Oh, it depends what it depends who the record label is. We're not in any fucking rush for it. Like I'm not. Yeah, it's not the hill we're going. I mean, die on. I, I've like I mean, having like run a label for about seven or eight years. Oh, like, is this I, an offer coming? I could say yeah, yeah. no. Well, from, <laughs> from the label that I just shut down. I mean, I like I, I put out we'll like you should have had this. We'll take it. We'll take your label. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I put out like lots of tight stuff and Reggie Snow and, and, oh, yeah, and, and, and Reggie Snow yeah. stuff. No yeah, um, no but like any uh, like any English like record label, which is pretty much all of them, like they're gonna struggle by putting out stuff in the Irish language. Do, do you know what I mean? Do you, do you think that like sort of makes it a bit more of a difficult sell? I don't know anymore, like because it's sure how many people listen to fucking songs in Spanish or French that or don't French speak the language or anymore do yeah. you know what I mean there's a lot there's a big market now language, Welsh super furry animals or, yeah, exactly. or whatever in these big groups people are massive now and sure, fucking K-pop like, Wembley what is it Wembley two so, nights no three nights they three nights like Wembley. A, uh, yeah and like I was listening to ba- like baby metal or fucking great band have you ever heard them nah. is, that, is that a genre is that a <laughs> no baby metal or just like, is there like <laughs> baby metal PC babies Baby metal are great, like, but I mean, yeah, you're, you're. So what language you're, is it? You're, you're, I think it's in Japanese. I might, oh, be, yes, I, yes. I might be wrong. Apologies if I am. Um, but uh, like, I mean, if I, if I was like sitting here right, and I'm in my my uh, my big like recording studio, and or my big recording office, and I'm like going, God, these kneecap guys have got really good streams. Like, get your Brits out on one point one, Hoods on nine hundred eighty six, Cartridge on nine hundred. You know, like the, those streams aren't to be messed with, like, because like you know that's that's money. Like, I mean, you get to a million streams, that's Roughly about four grand, like mm-hmm. oh, I, I, I spread out over three years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Pays the bills, like, but definitely, yeah, I mean, definitely, that's a, that that is proof of that. You don't need. I mean, that's not all our speakers listening to us. Everyone from yeah, the Donegal Gale Talkist. There's not a million Irish speakers, but there's few million heads there. I mean. Yeah, no, 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 no ma- massively. But definitely, there's I definitely, think there, there's yeah. definitely like, twenty that. years ago there wouldn't have been. No, there wouldn't have been for anything. Like, uh-huh. like I remember, I was listening to. Kenny Arcana, I think she's called Le Croix or something, is her big tune. They're just French rapper. Like, I was listening to the house one day, like, whenever I live with my parents, I must be 14, 15. My dad walks in and was like, Why the fuck would you even listen to that? Sure, you can't understand it. And I think that was the, of that generation, that was the idea. If I don't understand the music, whatever, but like, yeah. people just feel it. Now, you know what I mean? The people just ways. feel the music now. Like, like, you've you've grown up with, like, you've never remembered a time without the internet. Like, you, like the world no. became smaller when it became closer. Do you know, like, mm-hmm. when you can. Put on any music you want. Yeah, you can speak true. to somebody in in flipping Congo or in flipping mm-hmm. Kidderminster. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Good and it feels good. You know, people are going to come out. And exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like, th- there's no plan for we you. We don't to want. To we don't fucking want a record label anyway. Who's going to be worried about that trivial yeah. matter anyway? So, so oh, the they'll be getting us for that that reason because we do it the way we do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It'll be an independent then. <laughs> if Rough Trade Records are listening, like they can come. I don't know. Definitely we'll sit down at the table with Rough Trade if you're listening. Oh, well, they signed. They signed Soak. They, 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 oh, they, they've yeah, got they? they've got previous here in Northern Ireland. There you go. Um, so there won't be a pivot to just just uh, rapping in English. It'll like it'll it'll be a case of. Still both. Mix both. Mix yeah. none. Mix one with all English, one with all Ash. We might start a Cantonese course here and do fucking half an hour <laughs> in Cantonese. It, it worked really well with Christine and the Queens or uh, Chris. Oh, uh, Christine and the Queens yeah. releases an album. Stuff, yeah. Releases an album full in French and releases an album full in English. Same tunes. Same tunes. Oh, crazy. Double tr- <laughs> double streams. Yeah, See, our songs are like intertwined with the two languages, so it's possible <laughs> to decipher it and put it into one language yeah, because we created a new pigeon. Gilgish. Inglarsh. I'll say that as well. We don't sit down like we don't sit down anymore. Like maybe we, there was that wee bit of pressure at the start. Not necessarily pressure, but we wanted to do it justice in that way that we wanted to do it as much as. But it was, n- as but it was natural in the sense that we all spoke Irish exactly, together. Exactly. You know what I mean? It pr- the thing is, people try to people before us have tried to create what a version of what we are today, but because they don't speak Irish together socially. They must have won there. What is that? Is that for us? Here, is, is that for, for us? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't That's have. That's what it is. <laughs> Only for them cycling buses. Oh, Tour buses. The the music video you guys uh, do on, like, you know, you have put out are really high-end production. Like, there's a lot of time and effort goes into those. Like, I think that's been a big plus in, like, how you've managed to, like, get yourselves out there, right? Yeah, yeah I, I think there's a big thing, obviously, with the... Irish language or whatever that they do settle for very like 
bottom level like my apologies anyone listening but like of videos or whatever if like you know trad groups or whatever and they're all just fucking sitting out in some forest playing tunes or whatever do you know what i mean and like they have sort of settled with like not not the highest quality or whatever we pushed and made sure that it was going to be something we wanted to do where we were going to push for like you know as good quality as possible do you know what i mean like but hip, what, what hip, videos hip or tunes or hip, whatever hip-hop as a genre has always flexed in its music videos mm, true. Like from 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 day one mm. i mean like the the first music videos really were like all rock bands putting a lot of money into it, but hip hop took over. And I mean, you look at those videos from the nineties with like, um, like, like P Diddy and like that's next level. But like the, the way you, you guys put a lot more time and effort into them than traditionally most bands would. Oh, definitely. We had to, we had to, obviously we kind of understood that we're uh, again, rapping in Irish, uh, a language spoken by how many people? Daily, 100,000 max. At, at least us, anyway. At, at least, least us me, Demons, <laughs> my dad, and whoever else. But uh, we kind of knew that we had to visually describe the songs because obviously hip hop is all about the lyrics and the storyline for us, anyway. And we knew we had to visually show this story so that people could then follow the storyline and then enjoy it, then, in that sense. And they could, they, could, they could still get the story to an extent, even if they don't understand what we're saying, which is probably most people. But at least they can find out, right? Okay. They're just flipping a fella, old fella dressed as an old woman in the bed with him, right? They must be shagging old fella, old fella woman. <laughs> <laughs> old fella woman, old fella cutie. You know what I mean, so visually we show it dressed up with like pimp suits and all on, and and it's fun as well. Like we do, and, we, we do. And also, in fairness, like a big big component of that is that there was a solid team around us as well <laughs> from the start. Like like we've had people who were. Freebies and all. Um, freebies and stuff like these people who are like professional cameramen and great editors or whatever. Shout out Daki. Daki O'Grena. Shout out Don. Uh, we Don. We Don. Dan Butler. Dan the Butler. And then obviously the most important one that we've had is Padre O'Gill from Inishmore the last few were. And they like, they're the backbone obviously of the videos. Like obviously yeah. we have the ideas or whatever, but they're the ones who are actually able to get this thing on a camera and like put our fucking weigh out their ideas and be able to film it in a, in a way that people will understand it or whatever so we've been lucky that way that people have been whether it's freebies or whether it was helping us out or whatever we've had a great team like so that's a big part of it we were ballsy though as well we took a chance and they obviously seen that we were dedicated and we were uh, we wanted to go through with us so we came up with these wacky crazy ideas and they love that as well like and we were, we were you know we were only going this is the only way we're going there's no, there's no other options for us we're not going back working in buildings or working in schools he's definitely not anyway he got he got sacked, anyway. he got sacked from his school for being DJ Provy. Yeah, fuck. So if he's want to start a GoFundMe for DJ Provy. Please do. <laughs> or a school how, for him. How did that conversation go? Uh, they were they were collecting evidence on fucking... Obviously, we were doing gigs. We were doing the Empire. I'm looking at the front and I see fuckers. Half of my students out there. <laughs> have, we got, have we got three minutes to read out the letter? I'll just read out the points here. Yeah, I read out the uh, points, maybe. Yeah, I read the points. Okay, so, okay. And then they can so find the letter on the are, are you, you, you look sheepish. Are you okay with this? Oh, fuck, I. So I've okay, left now. Anyway. Uh, so so uh, we left, and then... Uh, well, I left, and then after that... Oh, we're fucked. Doesn't matter. So we know them. They uh, they they pulled me in. Then they were saying, right, here's a wee letter. Go and read that. It's like you're on on an investigation. You know, kind of fucking alleged alleged member of the band kneecap. You're out, you're out of school for two months now. While we do this investigation, and also fucking, I was out of school. I love like the, the, was this like other primary school teachers doing an investigation? So oh, they no, this like and it's like it's like a Christian brother school, so it's all like nuns and stuff on the board and like priests. It's like I yeah, so um so this is like them doing the research the same way that like COVID deniers are doing yeah, the research yeah. by going on, on Facebook. <laughs> so they're just watching our YouTube channel all day. Someone had to go through all of our videos like and just fucking say right, right is that him? I think that's him. Right, so write this down. Write this down. There's big fucking list of stuff. And so one of them was like the Max member appears on stage. Uh, showing showing his buttocks to the crowd with the words Brits and out written on either buttock. That was one of them. And then there's another one was like... Um, a masked member appears to snort a white substance on stage. Yeah, a masked member uh, points his crutch at the, at the crowd. Signaling gun, gun signals. signals. Things like this. Some per Which wasn't... Joe, Joe was asked, job some of them were more deep than him because sometimes he can't come or he couldn't go to America. So we had another fella in a balaclava. They're just putting it all down. And some of them was our support act, Dirt, who was out in front of me, with a big fucking fake but nose. Not even worried about it. Like a big, huge prosthetic. It's a classic. He puts this big, huge prosthetic nose on in, in the middle of his show. 
and then has this huge rolled up 20 euro note and he pours out all this flour and goes down like with his, his whole head as a nose then starts snorting it so they were blaming that on him as well so some poor priest on the board of that school had to go through Scarred. all these videos we had to whack in and get him counselling <laughs> oh my god yeah so it's fucking off two vagas is nuts yeah so had they, had they to the jump off that ship quickly <laughs> but fucking was this read out in front of you yeah well, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't read out to me. It was sent to me in a letter. Like you had to go to the front of a committee, you know. After. Yeah, I had to go in, like in front of the fucking. What's going through your head? They were going like they were grabbing his face. They're like, take off the mask. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not me. What yeah. was going through your head at that stage? Probably just all our choruses. I wanted. I wanted to get out of there. And I was like, fucking get me oh, out of here. Yes, this is, like, was, this is not what, was, the what was your job in there? Uh, it was an Irish, Yeah, Irish language development. I don't know. Secondary school. I guess. I guess that, like, yeah, it is a development in Irish, but maybe not something that uh, that uh, matches matches with their it. matches with their core values. Yeah, uh, that's have, a, having somebody who went to the. I went to the Christian Brothers. I, I in Throne, this yeah. one was this school's in Throne. Was it what? Uh, Allegedly, <laughs> it's in Throne. <laughs> Well, I can. Uh, well, having possibly gone to that school, I can, I can. I can imagine that it probably didn't go down the best. Like, no, it didn't go down well at all. That, that's a good point you're talking about, though. About people have been like all the teachers. Like when we were in school, whatever, when we were twelve or thirteen, like the teachers have been calling out for years. Like, oh, we need like, like trying to inspire us when we were young. Like, we need people to do something modern with the Irish language. You know, blah, 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 mm. trying to push us to do this, and then we finally did, and a lot of them. Disagreed with it. <laughs> well, they just didn't know that we, they needed, we needed to create something that was modern but also banned in school. <laughs> we just took it on our, on our level because we knew that, you know, if we're going to create music that young people are going to listen to, it's not going to be YG Enemy or whatever songs that we all, traditional songs or, you know, soft versions of the Irish language. We need to bring it into its modern roughness it's, uh, today. It's too real. You can't, you can't get it. Uh, I, had a, I had a very strange moment there two weeks ago on uh, on Instagram. Um, Jamie Dornan had shared your Legend. gig poster, mm. and he, like he'd followed me for a while, and I'd followed him for a while, and we'd, we'd, we'd never, we'd, but we'd never talked. And he'd, he'd he's put, our boyfriend, then. And, and he, yeah, and he put, he put that up, and I was just like going, and I just wrote underneath it, going, "That's this is the collab that I wasn't expecting to see That's today." True. Yeah, yeah um, he matches us because he's going to one of the gigs, and then he just matches us ages ago. So I was like, "Do I chance my arm?" Because. We want to get people out for tickets because we're going on tour in England and Scotland on the 15th. And we wanted to get people out because of COVID. People are still, you know, not mm. as used to buying tickets still. So we just messaged, messaged him and he's like, he didn't even reply. Actually, he just rep- stuck it up. Fair play. And even the better. Was better we'll check better. out these lads will be on tour in England or something. Yeah, yeah, fair what play. Better still was that he hadn't posted anything in like months. Yeah. <laughs> it was like his first post in months. So we, oh, had, we, got, we had like all his fucking like, all the lunatic p- fan pages. pages. There's like 20 of them following us now. Yeah. Well, like well, sharing it doesn't all being like he's got such a great taste in music. Well, he just <laughs> yeah. replied to me and he was just going, "They've got something to say," and I was just <laughs> like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Uh, he uh, he's sound actually. Uh, yeah, Jim, sound. Jimmy, I, I, Jimmy's all right in our He's books. got good interviews and I all. Like to see a sex dungeon. <laughs> oh, I must have a big one. <laughs> well, I think he, 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 I'd imagine if he's coming to one of your shows, you can you can um, chance your arm there. Oh, I will get him drunk. You do have get like him drunk <laughs> and get, get him to start bringing us to all these fucking Hollywood parties. Oh. You do have quite a roster of like celebrity fans, though, don't you? Yeah, we do have. Yeah, we, we were out with Baxter Jury there not oh, too long ago. Good crack. He was brilliant. He was really nice fella. Ian Jury's son hit me. Hit me. I I have a, the, a funny story about that. My mum was when she was probably about your age. Was that that song had come out and she, sure. it was after the the what was it the record hop or whatever the fuck it was mm. called. Um, her friend had broken a tree off, uh, broken a branch off a tree outside and was baiting some boy with the tr- the the branch, <laughs> shouting, "Hit me with your rhythm stick! <laughs> Hit me! It's good to be a lunatic." He sounds Baxter's a lovely fella. We had such a good name. He's like a Vice, Vice City character. Oh, I, he's incredible. And his music reflects that. It does. You, you, if you're listening to his tunes, driving the flip. Your ma ringing you? Get her on the podcast. My ma was ringing me a sack to go to. Hello? Hello. How's it going? Not too bad. What's crack? Hello, mommy. Here, here I'm, I'll chat to you later on. I'm, I'm interviewing Kneecap. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye-bye. That was brilliant. That could have been amazing. Could have come on. You know that rash that you used to have. I am. All right, so wash your bum. I was listening to one of your shows when your mask turned up. I've 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 got my mask crack like I've used her on a couple of things ah, before. Where she's she's interviewed she interviewed labyrinth and labyrinth and like asked her out on a date and all. And I was like going. 
Nice. You want to go out in the, you go out in the date with go my man? He's paying. <laughs> well, I can get the kids a new man. Um, <laughs> I see. Baxter Jerry, Fontaine's DC boys, you're quite close with as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah the right. boys are saying. Sound fellas, really. Class music. We've seen them in Belfast there. Not too long ago, three weeks ago. Four weeks ago. Good anyway. They were a stand off. I see them now. Class, class gig, just like energy, and it's, it's nice to ha- it's nice to walk into pubs in Belfast and they're just playing the Fontaines, you know, mm-hmm. over the flip, over the speaker. You never really got that in Belfast. We were playing Irish music, and uh, and during the day, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with other people, but that's very nice. So, what what is what what's the what's the vibes like? Like, I mean, with when it comes to <clears throat> like releasing new music, uh, you're bound to be sitting on something. It's been a while. I'm ready as a fan. Like, we've got a. Uh, We've got one in the paper, it's finished, and we're actually filming the video for it on Monday here, so it should be out, you're talking 16th or 17th, mm-hmm. uh, we were pushing for it to get out, uh, we are pushing for it to get out before the tour, but things happen, shit happens yeah. folks, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's going to be out 16th or 17th, mm-hmm. Good energe- uh, energetic one, right? it'll like, be worth the wait, it'll be if I, was, if I was your label, I would just be like, go and stick the static image out for, before the tour, sell them tickets, and then release the video a week later. Mm, that's not bad shit. No, we, we spoke about that yesterday with, <laughs> with Dan. We're gonna maybe wait, right? It's not not the place for it. <laughs> <laughs> right, band <laughs> band meeting. Not band the place meeting. for a band meeting. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, we'll, have, we'll have a few new tunes, and we're doing we'll be doing other tunes on the tour that aren't released as well that we're gonna be. Yeah. Tra- doing Tranid on the tour, I think we're pretty happy with. So yeah, we're working on an album as well. Like pushing so. away. Oh, the album, the album, album is we have lo- we have loads and loads of tunes that we're working on the album. Now, basically, we're keeping until. The new year comes and next year, yeah, so it's gonna fucking calm your jets. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be big. Whittle <laughs> down a lot of the songs. We get stacks there. Fucking pick from it. So Definitely gonna, gonna be the best real. Irish language hip hop album ever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Belfast. What's the what's the what's the best unreleased tune? You can at least say the name of it. Like, so uh, well, the newest one is called Guilty Conscience. No thanks. So you probably get an idea what uh, that tune's about. So uh, and. What's the other ones? Yeah, just loads. loads. Ah, we've loads, we've loads coming out, but that'll be the new one. We'll not give too much away. Okay, okay. That's, that's the new one. Guilty conscience, no thanks. There'll be a video out soon. So when's this coming out? This podcast. Um, it today we're recording this on the ninth. Uh, I'll either stick it out tomorrow on the tenth oh, or on Monday. Wait, well, you're talking less than a week. Okay, less than a week from you. Video and all. Dead on, guys. Thank you so much for um being 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 like my my first uh, interview back to flipping. Our pleasure. Real life. We were well behaved though. You were, you were very well behaved, yeah. Thank you. Our pleasure. Thanks for that. Farmiga, Philly. All the best. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.